And this Science Dome cast is brought to you by Science World. And... Yes. In the house today, uh, Elizabeth Hand, who is Science World's digital storyteller, and Andre Coronado, who is Science World's digital communications coordinator. So this is when Science World goes online, right? This is this is your baby. So um, how much how much online is Science World? Well, Science World is online as much as we can possibly be. So right. we have uh, we just did a revamp of our website a couple of years ago. So. Um, and we tried to make it more content uh, driven so that people would have a reason to go there and actually get something from the website. And so we've tried to infuse it. We've been doing a lot of experimenting. We've got videos, we've got um, uh, photo essays, blogs, you know, lots of engagement. We've tried games. There's all kinds of ways to get involved with Science World Online. And are you, are you, sorry, are you hoping that your, your audience is kids or parents or who? See, this is what this is actually a really tricky um, uh, question because I actually think that uh, the audience is adults, but uh, adults who want to be spoken to like their kids. You know, it's sort of like oh, that's so really funny. I love I that. Think so I <laughs> yeah. think that people are looking for this um, this like explain like I'm five experience that you get on a Reddit site or whatever. Like this, break it down easy. They know they can come to Science World for like the bare bones facts and knowing how to how to navigate interesting subjects or maybe difficult subjects. I love that. That's the trip. So, Andre, um, now you're the uh, you're kind of the gatekeeper. I take it of, mm-hmm. of it all. So, what uh, what do you throw out to people to say? What are you What are you looking for? I mean, I guess engagement. That's the biggest thing you're looking for. But what What else have you, are you finding people are gravitating to online? Um, well, it's it's interesting because yeah, like you said, like um, our our you know top down kind of the executives and and the stuff they've. They've had this vision where they pretty much gave us free reign to try out a whole bunch of things. Um, And I think the things that that are working right now, uh, it really boils down to, and this is kind of the approach that Elizabeth and I are taking, is that um, we're working with Science World facilitators and educators really closely, like hand in hand. And for us, the goal is always um, to really show off the passion they have for whatever they're passionate about, right? Because there's so many different uh, areas of science that you can get into. And the most successful ones, I think, are the ones where you can really see the passion of the individual who is on the video or who is writing the blog article, whether it's like astronomy or we have like a video segment called Trails with Dale. And Dale is one of our um, customer service staff. And he used to be like a nature interpreter. He loves going hiking. He loves um, just being out there in nature. And we captured that on video. And And I think that was super successful because you can see it when you're actually watching and you can hear it in his voice when he's talking about mushrooms or bugs mm-hmm. or sea creatures and things like that. I, I, well, oh, sorry. I, I was just going to say that I think what's really cool about that is I, I know that Science World, because um, we've had other guests on from, from who uh, are doing great work going out to remote communities. Mm-hmm. Like I think, I think it's fabulous. You know, you, you get your gear, you go out there, but being able to access online is really cool for a little community that maybe wouldn't get you guys to come into town or just doesn't have access? Like, are you finding, how do you, can you find out if those smaller communities are, are accessing? Well, one of the best ways that we um, actually have engagement with smaller communities is actually through um, uh, BC Green Games. So okay. BC Green Games is provincial and um, it's a provincial um, contest for uh, schools K to 12. And um, that really brings in a lot of the rural contingent and really, really distant communities. We had um, some communities from Alert Bay, Zebulos, and um, you know uh, Vanderhoof. Oh, and, very cool! Yeah, getting involved in that program, and they're on the website, and they're a part of that storytelling community that way. So that's one of the best uh, examples where you can really see the connection. Sure. And what exactly is the BC Green Games? 
So the BC Green Games is a uh, storytelling competition. It's a um, sustainability storytelling competition in which all, um, green teams, student green teams, tell the stories of what's going on in their classroom. And it's fun. It's, uh, it's videos, it's songs, it's plays, it's art projects, and sometimes just hard science class stuff from uh, K to 12. And they put together a story and they um, share it online. It's a really great way for for schools across the province to show how important sustainability is to them, but then also um, be creative and be communicators and and really be a part of the digital age that way as well. I, I like I like the fact that you know you're putting it out that the kids are the are the kids coming up with it like what is a or is it being suggested we should do something on you know global warming we should do something on you know the oil sands or is this something they're just creating them coming up with themselves. It's it's either or actually. Sometimes yeah. the teachers have a passion, and then they then they envelope the kids into that passion. And sometimes it's the kids. Um, sometimes the kid has a um, like uh, for example, we had uh, a school here in Vancouver who uh, uh, a, a young student decided that they wanted to eliminate packaging, and so they decided and from their own gumption to take this to their green team, and they opened up a cafe. That where they had really big bulk items and they would right. give you a cheaper price for the cafe for the items from this cafe if you bought your own um, package or your own uh, bags yeah, or whatever right. your containers your own containers and um, so that was run by the kids it just depends it depends on um, on who's instigating but it's both but it's, it, should, it always tells the stories from the kids' perspective and that's really the main oh, cool. part yeah. So, yeah so I've read that today's generation of children is the first to grow up indoors. So their plugged-in lives are often devoid of exploring the natural world. Do you find that the program you're offering will encourage people to go outside and, and actually enjoy their lives? This program, yeah. specifically PC Green Games, I think it does a nice hybrid job, right? So it really incorporates the kids who might be in any kind of camp. If you have kids who are really interested in, in videos and uh, doing things with their smartphones and things like that, it includes them. And that's helpful, right? So it does. It, you must go outside and you must do something right. like that in order to be a part of the program. And so I think it, it helps because some kids are just outside kids. And, you can, and that's great. And, uh, but I think this makes a nice bridge for all the kids to to get involved yeah. in a, on a common project that way. Is there any way you can kind of monitor um, like what what kids' uh, biggest fear is when it comes to kind of the, our, our greenness? Like I remember when I was a kid, I, my, my friend Cindy Hong and I, we made an eight millimeter film um, about litter. You know, oh. and we were just so into this film because we were going to fight litter. And I, mean, I, I don't know. It seems so naive now that litter, you know, was the thing. But it's a hot topic. That was it's my thing, too, when I was a kid. Litter bugs. <laughs> litter yeah. bugs, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so what, I mean, I don't know if, if you can monitor that. Like, when you see the things coming in, what are kids most afraid of? Or can you, do, do you think? Uh, you know, I think that um, I don't know for sure, but I, I noticed that a lot of plastic problems is is, uh, is a big one. You know, I think kids have seen a lot of images of, of sea animals and yeah. um, seabirds. Well, yeah, in the devastation that they um, that they sort of run into because of plastics. And so I think that that's a common a common fear. Uh, I don't I don't know if there's that if they have that sort of over that high level fear of climate like change. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that we have a, a bigger yeah. sense of that. I think that it comes down to like the level of seeing seeing fellow earth animals having struggles. I think that that is one of the ones where they where they're really inspired to make change. Maybe because they see themselves in the I, I know that my therapist has told me that I often see <laughs> myself in the animal and I think maybe kids do the same as they they see something that that you know is very incredibly vulnerable. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's something that they know that they're, that they t- should care for. Right. Yes, and exactly. So, and so they understand that something's not being cared for on a grand scale. Wow. So cool. So we know that uh, Science World is a charitable organization whose mission is to engage British Columbians in science and to inspire future science and technology leadership through our, throughout our province. How, how does you, what you do online inspire kids and inspire science? Um, I think the key thing is that it, um, it brings it to them. Um, as, like essentially the fact that the reason why we're going online is because not everyone can come to the building, which right. is on False Creek, right? Um, and there is definitely like a need out there uh, to promote science literacy to inspire these kids. We do a lot of uh, outreach programming as well, like face-to-face. Our team goes on the road and does science shows. But when we get to supplement those shows with, oh, afterwards, you know, this is the activity we did. You can try it out yourself at home or in your classroom later on. And then after that, there's actually a whole bunch more that we offer online uh, that are on that topic so you can keep going. It's kind of like, sure, the, like the face-to-face, will, I think, will always be um, like you can't, you can't replace that, right? Like it'll always be this really important moment, um, in anyone's life, uh, when they, when they interact with science in that way. Um, but when you can kind of use all these digital initiatives, our social media, our videos, our blog, our free resources, uh, to keep the momentum going afterwards and kind of let them take the reins on how they want to do that. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I, I I went on. I actually went on the site for the uh, the BC Green Games and saw some of the cool stuff, which we will get to. We need to take a quick break, uh, but we're we're talking with Elizabeth Hand, who is Science World's digital storyteller, and Andre Coronado, who is Science World's digital communications coordinator. Uh, this is a Science World uh, Domecast, and we're uh, Janice and Corey. We'll be right back. Science World is proud to present Project DIY, an after-school do-it-yourself program designed to encourage and inspire tech-curious young ladies between the ages of 12 and 15. Jumpstart her journey into the maker world with exciting introductions to carpentry, fabric dyeing, website coding, circuitry, Polaroid film, and even 3D printing. For details, including enrollment and bursary information, go to scienceworld.ca today. But hurry, because unlike a young lady's potential, space is limited. We're Janice and Corey on Roundhouse Radio 983. This Science Domecast is brought to you by Science World, and we're joined by Elizabeth Hand, Science World's di- uh, digital storyteller, and Andre Coronado, who's the Science World's digital communications coordinator. Um, okay, so I went online, and I looked at the BC Green Games, and I got to admit, there was a list, a humongous list of things that people can do, kids, teachers, whoever, parents, and what I loved about it was you gave how much time it would take or how much time it could take. Mm-hmm. And it was just all these things like the, you know, the, the, the balance, the pencil challenge, the animal restaurant, um, bird silhouette, like all these things that I would never think of that could be a, like sort of a challenge. How did you come up with that list? Oh, that's actually in the resources website. Oh, the yeah. resources? Okay. Yeah, that's okay. the resources website. And um, that was actually um, curated over a bunch of years. Yeah, that's right. Um, I think we started collecting these things in 96 or something. Wow. So it's actually, it's it's one of like Science World's best kept secrets. We're, we're trying to get better at telling people that this actually exists. So there's hundreds of resources um, and most of them are, are tested. Actually, I think all of them actually are tested uh, through one of our outreach, outreach programs, uh, Super Science Club, which is... Um, our team goes out to you know different schools and offers after-school workshops okay. uh, just to get kids engaged with science. And they, they try out these things that they come up with themselves, uh, see what went wrong, see yep. what went well, fine-tune it, do it again. And when it reaches that good quality standard, we throw it up online so that everyone can go 
uh, no matter where they are, uh, download it, try it out at home with their parents or in the classroom if a teacher needs something to kind of liven up science class. Oh, it was it's it's an awesome resource. I mean, it's just, it's just huge. So, Elizabeth, tell us, tell us more about how the blog is working, because I know you're trying to get some really um, kind of interaction with the blog. Yeah, so um, our the Science World blog is run by, well, it's run by me, but I, I have a team of bloggers that are all our science facilitators. And each of our science facilitators has a really uh, a big passion or, or a, a field of study that they're really into. And uh, so we capitalize on that and get them to really um, get into the ideas that are new and fresh in those fields. And uh, one of the things that uh, is so exciting about that is that it's always from a local perspective. It's always okay. going to bring into the into perspective the um, the BC um, person and like what and what that means for them. And I think that's an interesting addition to the science communications sort of uh, pop culture scenario that we're dealing with, where we have all these fabulous new. Um, beautiful resources online and it just sort of gives it that sort of personal flavor. I, I think that's what we're going for. I feel like if you're on Facebook, there's that that website, it's I effing love science, yeah. right? It's almost like cl scientific clickbait where yes. people want to have their mind blown by something and it seems natural that it would be science that would get people to go in to discover something that they may not have known. Do you guys kind of get into that area as well? Yeah, like we really try to stay on top of what's exciting to people and what's really happening in the world. And we and we use the people who are in our immediate um in our immediate vicinity to take care of those subjects. And so if something is really popular online and, and people want to have it explained in the context of of Science World, then that's and that's where they can come for that. They can come to the Science World blog, especially because what we do try to do is as access that sort of like that childlike quality. We're really going to make it into something that is digestible and fun and positive. And um, and yeah, it all comes from the minds of somebody who's who's that passionate about it. What I love is that we can be closet uh, ten year olds. Exactly. Really, on yeah. you know what I mean. We can be in our homes, and 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 I love that that you, that you know you can cater it. And I can be just as naive, you know, but there, there has been a shift, hasn't there, in, in people's interests. Like it seems like, and I don't know what it was. I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to give all our credit to, uh, you know, the guy who played the guitar in space. Uh, <laughs> Chris Hatfield. Chris Hatfield, you know what I mean? But something's, something's happened. I, it, do, do you know what, can you pinpoint what it is? I've got theories about. Uh, I think, I, yeah, I, I've theories got theories. Too. I think that um, well, Neil deGrasse Tyson really did a good job of taking over. But I think that NASA's PR department just got a lot better, and science and space science has just got a lot more exciting, real fast. Yeah. And um, but yeah, I don't know. What are your theories? I mean, I think part of it too is yeah, like you mentioned, um, at least like in the scientific community and in science center community as well, um, we're really kind of pushing the idea of science communication. Like, how do we actually? convert all these academic research and, and the stuff that's happening. How do we make it so that it's exciting for people and it matters to them, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and it's on, cool. Yeah. Right? Online, it makes it more accessible as well. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and you mentioned Neil deGrasse Tyson and Cosmos. Like I remember watching that and, and having my mind blown and actually taking notes. Yeah. And, and that, it opened my mind up in a, in a way that I never knew science could actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's really I think um, well Neil deGrasse Tyson is obviously following on the footsteps of uh, Carl, Carl Sagan, Sagan yeah. right? And and uh, that kind of overwhelming science communication. I think that that um, I, I'm not sure what sparked it. Maybe it was just the revamp of the cosmos. But I think that even before that, people were starting to pick up again on um, on the coolness of science and, and flipping it around to be. Um, to be the cool thing, to be the nerdy one, to be the cool thing, to know something about what's actually happening. Yeah, yeah no, that a makes sense. Culture shift. Yeah, yeah, because that, when you think about that, Carl Sagan I mean, used to be, you know, you were kind of hippy dippy doo dah. If you, if you know, you know, you know, if you kind of read anything, and and you're right, it's something. 
I don't know. Somebody made it sexy. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I also heard that it was like a response to the religious, right? That they wanted to bring science back in as factual in America. I don't know if that's completely true, but uh, well, may have been behind it. Could be. I know that Neil, um, I'm not Neil um, deGrasse Tyson, but Bill Nye. Yeah. And and they're all close friends. I mean, it could have been could have been like this. Everyone got together. <laughs> I mean, they all got together and like we're taking over this situation. Yeah. But I know that it, it did seem to come at a at a really pivotal time when I think that. Um, Everyone really decided to take a stand yeah. or take a stance. So um, you said you we wanted to get about your the teacher resources. That there's tons tons of things that a teacher who you know maybe uh, you know struggle. You know, let's face it. There's teachers that are paying out of their pocket for for uh, ways to stimulate their kids. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, so you're offering stuff that's obviously free online that they can access. Right. And so that's that's part of the um, the resources that we have on uh, scienceworld.ca/resources. Uh, they can also access a lot of programs that we have online, like BC Green Games. So you can go online and sign up for BC Green Games. Please do. Um, and um, but we also have a lot of other things that you can that you can find out about online, like um, scientists in the schools. Uh, where you can um, sign up to have a scientist come to your physical classroom and oh, cool. um, do some do some science outreach that way. Uh, you can sign up uh, to have a team of science um, uh, performers come to your school and do a show. And uh, yeah, that's that's the best way to do it is, is to go online and see what we have for teachers because we we try really hard and we work with teachers um, directly to um, try to put these things in place to make it easier for them. Now we got to get down to the prizes because I like to win, <laughs> but there's some, there's some really cool prizes that you can actually get that, that, so tell us about that. I don't know about prizes. Right. So BC Green Games has prizes and, um, and I'm constantly, um, they change every year, but you can win a thousand dollars for your green team for the, your, the, for the best project. Um, and we have 25 of those. So um, there are $25,000 um, uh, grants that we give to schools across the province to enhance their um, their green initiatives in their schools. But then also everybody who participates, everybody win or lose, gets a free field trip, a free science center field trip. And that might be to Science World. We have tra- a travel subsidy prize as well where you can um, travel from remote communities to Science World. And that's through NCORP. It's called the Return It Trip. Um, but we also offer um, science field trips at the Exploration Place in Prince George. We offer science field trips at um, Big Little Science Center in Kamloops, which is awesome. If you ever get a chance to go there, you got to go there. It's so ra- it's so rad. Kamloops, man, Kamloops is on fire. Yeah, I, I don't know, is it? <laughs> no, yeah. not literally. Yeah. yeah, but then we also have uh, the Okanagan Science Center in uh, Vernon and uh, NS3 in Nanaimo. So what is it? I have to. You know, you were talking about you can. You know, you'll get scientists to come to your school and a group of scientists to come. Uh, obviously, this is kind of. You know, what is it in them, in in the in in any of you guys too, that makes you, um, I don't know, want to pass it forward, like pay it forward in in science? Because like, I'm sure they're not getting big money to go out into schools. They're like, volunteers. Yeah. They're volunteers, exactly. So so what is it that is it just their love of science, or is it that they, you know, what kind of person does that? Well, Andre's actually met more of the volunteers than I have. I think I've only met one. Um. Yeah, I mean it's. I don't know. They, I guess, uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy that they that they would do this, right? And like they actually go out to these remote areas and present science. I, I think it's people that ha- that yeah, they're passionate about science and they know how valuable it is uh, yeah. to our community, to an individual that can suddenly see the world differently. Um, yeah, to society as a whole. As as you know, we we come up. We, I mean, all the time we come across all these stories of, and we have lots of them 
in science in science world programs as well these young people that just come up with the most amazing ideas for changing the world and solving these issues and and it's like oh my gosh like if we can make more of them mm -hmm. somehow and i can do my part in in inspiring that next person that'll come up with the most amazing thing that would be awesome like that would be a great um time that's time well spent right yeah and it just that's what i love about what science world is doing is it that, that you're um that all the people that work there and all the people that we've talked to because we've talked to many people now and uh everybody seems to have this common they seem to be that they're they've been given this gift of understanding science and they want to they want to share what how it shifted in them and that's i truly get that impression so i think it's really cool that there's volunteers that go out like that's mm -hmm. that's amazing that's cool elizabeth hand and andre Cor coronado we want to thank you so much for joining us for this science domecast the science domecast has been brought to you by top secret licensed to spy science world's feature exhibition where you can explore the world of espionage using spy technology